0: At 1 p.m. HST, I know where I will be. Ukulele Underground Podcast for you and me. Aldrin and Erin and Kahai. And maybe Magic Mike or a guest on the
1: fly. Ukulele Underground Podcast. Now
0: here's the guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground Podcast live. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. So What's up, Aaron? What's up, Mr. Kahai, the legend for again. So, what's up, Kahai? What's up? And special guest, Magic Mike. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey! special guest in the house. Welcome back, everyone. We weren't we weren't here in the past what couple weeks? Just one week? I don't know how long were we gone for. Feels like forever. <laughs> one week. One week. Yeah. How, how are you, Mike? Welcome.
2: Thanks. I'm doing okay.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, just working. What brings you uh, around these parts?
2: I, I just I love you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a <that's laughs> good enough reason. That's a good enough reason.
0: Um, actually, you know, um, we're we're right in the middle of of doing a lot of cool new stuff for the website. Um, Ukulele on the ground is gonna be doing some, uh, some, going through some major changes, and we're looking forward to all these awesome changes gonna happen. One of those major changes is that Magic Mike is going to be uh, doing a little course for us. We can't tell him too much about what you're doing and stuff, but just know, you're gonna be seeing this guy A little bit more especially if you're a beginner you know a little bit more on uu plus so if you guys are uu plus members um look forward to it because i'm listening to you doing this um doing this new course and i'm just like oh yeah that's that's a great way to explain that (laughs) like why why did i think of that man you you know leave it to an actual teacher to teach really well (laughs) so amazing amazing stuff i can't wait for you guys to um guys to see what we got cooking up but um but yeah, the ukula on the ground, the whole site, the the courses and all that is uh, is going to be getting get makeover is, is what's what's happening. And we're super up. stoked. Yeah, glow up, that's what it is. <laughs> but I mean, for those of you folks who are freaking out, like, oh my God, what's gonna happen to this, 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 and this, we're still gonna have this, this, and this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Like, um, yeah, we'll, we'll still have all that stuff. We have all the archives and, and uh, you can still watch all those things. Nothing, so excuse me. Nothing's gonna, you know. Nothing's He's gonna change my love for you. He's never gonna give you up. A... No. He's never gonna, gonna, gonna let, let you, you down. down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it yep, is. Yep, we're uh... on the. <laughs> I can see where the
0: this one's going already. So. You know, it, we we did come we did come back just from a uh, from, from a from a tour, and we're actually just home temporarily. We're about to head out on the road again. Um, we went to the island of Oahu, to uh, to do some stuff. We filmed with our friend um, Matt Dahlberg, and we did a nice little concert and duos with him and stuff. That was pretty fun. Uh, if you guys haven't checked that out, the replay is over at UU Plus. So if you're a UU Plus member, you can watch that replay. Um, and if you if not, you can you can buy a ticket. F- for, you know, to watch the replay for 30 days for as little as 10 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun. And um, it's a non-traditional kind of concert and stuff. Like it was more done in a duos kind of sense. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah, so, um, you know, if, uh, it. If you guys are looking you know, looking for like, okay, well, Matt's just gonna play and then I'm gonna play and whatever. Like, no, it was actually tons of fun. Um, Matt got to, you know, got to share his songs, but when I jumped in, we were talking about ukulele, we were talking about the solos that we were doing, we were talking about, you know, just, uh like our dynamic as teacher and students and just sharing our uh, you know our our experiences not just the past experiences that we've had but experiences while we're playing like what's going on through our heads when this certain song is going on when this certain uh, chord progression and stuff i highly suggest you guys check it out especially if you're uu plus members it's just there go watch it and um it's gonna be cool because as we do more of these, there's just gonna be a huge library of live, nice. you know, live live performances, and uh, and duos kind of things. So that's another one of the changes that we're you know that we're bringing to ukulele underground. Um, we want to be just more more than just a a, a learning site because you know you don't want to just be learning stuff all the time, right? You right. want to just enjoy yourself, enjoy the ukulele, listen to people playing the ukulele. So we want to bring you folks all things ukulele. Um, one of the changes already happened. If you want to buy an ukulele, you can definitely buy one at shop. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's gonna be fun. Have you checked out the new the new shop? In I new have actually. Yet?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm actually, I'm too. Well, what caught of, your bored, eye? Too those Really, really nice ukuleles. On there. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite? Uh, I mean, let's be real here. Your, your signature is pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, man, signature model on that.
0: So I did a video like showcasing that like, that exact model that's just listed on there whoo the curls on that like every time i play another old dream model i'm like well, can i have this one like this is say it has my name on it like can i just take it home it like, literally has my name yeah on it. honestly like kanilea picks some of the best like wood choices and even though like the ones that i get are like are beautiful and, and they're amazing, but since every piece and every cut of coal is different, it's like, oh man, well that one looks good too. <laughs> like I want <laughs> I want that one. But it's it it is what it is. If you guys wanna get your hands on an Aldrin Guerrero model, check it out over at shop.ukulanthear.com. Gentlemen, let's answer some questions. We've been gone for a little bit. Let's answer some questions how this uh, podcast works, as you guys ask us questions and we'll try to answer them as best as we can. I'll try to answer it as best I can, and these three guys are gonna put in their two cents to come up with the best eight-cent answer for <laughs> to to give you. Okay, and uh, and I'll we'll try to get all, through all the questions. We are live, so if you guys want to email us questions, text us questions, um, you know, leave a voicemail uh, on on Mike's phone. Can we just flash his phone number on the screen? Can we do that, Kai? Uh, <laughs> that was, that was That's right. um, and uh, we are live, so there's a live chat that's going on right now. You guys can answer, uh, ask us questions via the live chat. So why don't we do that, and then maybe afterwards, when, when we have time, or if we have time, we'll talk about the trip a little bit.
3: So go ahead, Kai. Give me the first question. Uh, I well, I, I think people are still jumping in the chat, okay, and cool. still, you know, some people are talking about how they actually went to. You know, UConn um, nice, or went to nice. the shows and stuff, yeah. and how they enjoyed it. So we'll address all that
0: stuff in in, in, yeah. in a little bit. Um, you you saw a question, Mike. I remember you saying you're oh. perusing through through the uh, you know through the older episodes. You're like, hmm, I, I haven't seen
2: myself in a little bit, so you know, go <laughs> go going, going, going to the video. I I sometimes <laughs> I, I admit sometimes I do watch the the old well all the old, all the podcasts. Yeah, I watch course. all of them, of but I do watch the ones that I was on to make sure. To see how badly I answered some of your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody asked a question. I don't remember who it was, but somebody asked you what my favorite <laughs> WWE match was. Oh, that's a great question. What is your favorite WWE match? So WWE or WWF? So that to me, that is two <laughs> very different questions. Yeah. Because if you say WWE, to me that's Sports entertainment. Yeah. So let's just to be clear, WWE is World Wrestling Entertainment. Right. Which the used w- to F- be the World Wrestling Federation. Yes. It is the same company. Yes. And then they lost to a panda. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I need that shirt. The panda with the uh, with with the the steel chair. You know <laughs> no, those? No, oh, I have I want not. One. I want one. So bad. So the, the World panda. Wildlife Foundation, yeah. the other WWF, mm-hmm. sued them in the late nineties, early two thousand, yeah. and then they won so they had to change their name to World Wrestling Entertainment which what they are they which are yeah I was going to say which made sense even Vince McMahon wasn't that upset about that because at that point he was like look it's not a Federation we we've, we've 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 definitely admitted that this is entertainment it's not yeah. yeah 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 so WWE era and and I'll be I'll be perfectly honest that's a little bit that's less, less of what I would watch. Yeah, you're an old school fat. I am definitely an old school like, fan. NWA and you know The, the yeah. NWA. <laughs> yep. WTBS six oh five <laughs> that, now you hey, just on him. <laughs> now you just flex But um, I would probably say, uh, you know, in the in the modern era, yeah. to me, it's more about the story. So actually, we talked about this, and I'll just use this match as an example. I actually really did enjoy Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg Survivor Series, the <laughs> a, famous a the short famous, list of people, <laughs> the, the famous squash match. Oh, okay. But I like it more because of the story it told. Because. I think that going into that, mm. that was that was the one outcome that nobody saw happening. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm sure there was somebody out there that said, what if Goldberg squashes Lesnar? And I'm sure everybody just threw stuff at him, like, no, they'll never book that. <laughs> and then they did. Yeah. Which actually which actually allowed them to book for the next year, mm-hmm. which to me was pretty genius. So, because because we wanted to watch that match, yeah, there, right. And every time, <laughs> and then keep in mind, it happened. They they encountered each other yeah. here and there. They encountered yeah. each other with Royal Rumble. Okay. And Lesnar was like demolishing everybody, mm. and then Goldberg shows up. His music hits, and within like eight Spear, seconds,
0: Jackhammer.
2: He no, uh, this is Royal Rumble, so he, okay. he hit him, and then he tossed him out. That's right. I was talking, you are talking about the match. Yeah, well, sorry. Both of them happened in about the same amount <laughs> of time. Best thirty seconds ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, WWF era is that's wrestling. So what's your that's, WWF match? So it's it's so yes, I'm gonna super admit it's super obvious and it's super cliche. It's uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage. Randy Savage, Russell WrestleMania 2. 3. 3, three. 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 Right. 3. Right before Andre and, uh, and Hogan. Yep.
0: Mm. Mm. Because to me, that is probably- are a Hawaii guy,
2: that's why. I get a cheer for the Hawaii guy, Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> Weirdly enough, <laughs> I, I, well, you know, here's the thing. Weirdly enough, Ricky Steamboat, two things about him that right. I really love. One, he was never from Hawaii. Oh. The reason yeah, he, yeah. they call him Ricky Steamboat was well this goes back to his first thing. Do you know what his real name is? No. What is Richard it? Richard Blood. <laughs> okay. Which meant he could have been the best bad guy ever. <laughs> which he never was. No. Right? He someone was one of the guys yeah. I can't remember ever Great face. Bad guy. Great face. But he wanted to be a good guy. So mm. he comes in and they tell him right off the bat, Your your name is Richard Blood. No. They said, No, that's not gonna be a, <laughs> no, there's no. no good guy on the planet that's gonna be named that yeah, no. And then as, as it would be in the 70s, that's some great. old promoter looked at him and go like, We have enough bad guy Asians. Yeah. Especially in that, like, you, you know, in well, that and, and that's kind of where it came in from, because he was okay. like, you kind of Asian looking kid. Yeah, You know, we had this guy come through, his name yeah. was Sam Steamboat, who yeah. actually was from Hawaii. Okay. And you look like Sam a little bit, so we're gonna call you his Ricky, nephew, Ricky nephew Steamboat. Ricky. <laughs> you know.
0: Okay, so mine just to just to you know like for people like we don't, want, we don't want to come here to listen wrestling wwe match punk versus cena money in the bank i believe it was 2011 or but one one of those and um wwf match uh i believe it was king of the ring okay you know which one <laughs> i mankind versus Undertaker. Oh, hell hell a in a cell match. Yeah, in the ring. I believe it's 96. 90- or 98. One of one of one 97 of the two. 98 Yeah. Like Best hot dang match that i've ever seen in my life like just i and i was there i was i, I remember being at my friend's house his his parents ordered the pay-per-view because my parents would never pay for anything <laughs> like that. but we're like oh smack he just got thrown off the the, the steel cage and like landing on the table and stuff yeah. sorry kids but it's just spoilers sorry was old dream watches you know sometimes on on the weekends but yeah that's that's that was that one that's in the top five for me yeah that's just it's something that I can watch over and over again. Just cause I don't know, I just like bloody matches. Just I'm, you know, like cause yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm into it. Okay, kahai. Hi. Did any new questions uh, come through? No, are no, not related to this. Yeah, this is this is our own podcast called Mostly Wrestling. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a preview. Okay, uh, yeah. David said When trying to evaluate a mic stand To determine if it can be used as a slide on a uke How do you sa- decide if it will work? <laughs> Amazing, dream Using the mic stand as a slide in San Diego Oh my so, god, okay now we got You I'm actually do to... have like some things That yeah. you kind of look for, right? Yes, yeah. yes I do, yes I do Okay. um, Stickers.
0: So what? (laughs) So what they're talking about is during, uh, I guess, during my live shows, and it's not just this one. I do, I do it actually all the time. um, I take my ukulele. And I use the microphone stand as a slide. I can't use any of these. We're using, you know, we're using them for, for our microphones. But um, I, I use it as a slide. If you guys have you know, if you guys ever ever seen a glass slide on the, uh, you know, on your ukulele or guitar, I basically use it the same exact way. But I manually take my ukulele and slide it over. So I'm like, uh, I'm using the slide, and I'm just kind of like using my pointer finger and doing this or whatever, like just so that it, you know, that it makes noises. Is there anything we can use the slide, but ah, anyway, um, what about but yeah, that I can, you know, it, it's basically that. Like, I just use the um, <clears throat> well, if you know, if you guys didn't see the show, next time they come to our live show or see our live show, they can experience it themselves, I guess, you know, but yeah, for the, for the most part, it's that it's just like there's just this really kind of Kitschy, showy thing that, that I do. It serves no, like, no musical purpose <laughs> or anything. It's just really kind of a, like a party trick, yeah? So I, I, I do that. And some of the things that determine if it works or not is, of course, the, um, is there anything obstructing, like from the uh, the, the mic stand? Because sometimes we like to wrap the, um, the the wires around the mic stand. So if there's a wire in, in the way, it's just not gonna work. That wire is gonna you know touch the strings, it's gonna mute it. It's just not gonna come out as nice. So you want it to be just just the metal part of the um of the of the microphone stands. And usually microphone stands are round and stuff. I would hope that it's you know it's, it's more on the round side. And that's how it works as as a slide. Um, and I, I do it all the time now, but this is actually the first time I ever did anything like this. And I'll, I'll tell you guys where it, where it came from. <clears throat> I was in Japan, um, summer, maybe 2011, 2012, when I, when I was there, it was in Yokohama. And, um, and like Taimane Garner was like, she was like the, the marquee, you know, like uh player of, uh, of, of that day. And she just did a stellar set and then I didn't have Aaron with me or whatever, and it's just it was just me up there. I'm like, how am I gonna top that? It's the Arder doing her the Arter things, you know? And, and people know her, and people are like, who is this drink? I can't even pronounce his name. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, ah, so I'm playing Bandito Tyler, and it come and and then it comes to that part where like I needed something to, you know, like to something more than just fast 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 strumming so i'm like uh and I, and I looked at the um i looked on at the monitor floor monitor and i'm like i can slide my uke on that so like i took my ukulele slid it on the floor monitor and the japanese crowd went crazy <laughs> and i'm just like yeah i'm gonna remember that for next time but um at home we do not you know, uh, we're not fortunate enough to have floor monitors, but I do have a mic stand, and I'm like, okay, well, that's a little bit more, uh, more stable because I can put my foot down on the boom part of the of mm-hmm. the mic stand, and that keeps it in place. And I can slide my ukulele on there; it'll it'll work. So that's like my little slide trick. <laughs> but yeah, just a little background on that. It originated uh, Japan, summer 2012, I believe. Um, it was for the Ukulele Picnic in Yokohama, Japan. Crowd went crazy. Was that the huge crowd? Show? Yes. Oh. I've never seen or played for a bigger crowd to this day. You know, like I that's that's the biggest crowd I've ever played for. Thousands of people. It was like a sea of Japanese yuke players. It was great. <laughs> I ah oh man, you know, like if if there were more rock and roll, I would have like tried to like stage dive, but i it would have <laughs> been too like too polite to then not want to touch me, you know. Like <laughs> Just let you yeah, you know, it just crashed <laughs> out. So, not as rock and roll, but I mean, it was it was cool and it wasn't. I don't like a know. He had diving into just the floor because no.
2: It's pretty rock and, and roll. roll. I guess so. You know,
0: concussion is a it's pretty rock and roll. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, um that hopefully that answers the question. Next, next question, kai Thank you for coming. By the way, to to the uh to, to the show to the UConn.
3: Yep. uh Andre said, "I heard and read about an Aldrin spider exerciser." So. Yes can explain that briefly or tell where I can find some more information. Yeah.
0: Um so the spider exercise I learned from um Hal Kinneman. Okay. Okay. Hal Kinneman uh he's a great great guitarist teacher flamenco like slack key guitarist here on the island of Kauai. Sadly he passed away, but you know like through his teachings and I guess through through guys like me who can just kind of like okay well he taught me this one time we can continue on some of his okay. legacy. Yeah. So I will always, always, always credit Mr. Hal Kinneman on this because he did an ukulele underground like video which never came out. We just, I, I don't know if like the footage, something happened to the footage or maybe it just was there was something else we needed and just time and you know, schedules just kind of didn't work out. So we have unreleased footage from Hal Kinnaman. Um, so anyway, the spider exercise is just putting your first four fingers, pointer, middle, ring, pinky on frets one, two, three, four on the A string. And you just want to put them into two groups, your fingers. So for example, the first group can be pointer and middle finger. Let's just say that's group A. Ring and pinky finger will be group B. And then they have to move together as groups. You can't just go like this, like lift one at a time. They have to move together. They're a group like this. So make sure they're moving together as groups, okay? So if I say lift up on group A, then down on group A, group B, and then down. So the spider exercise is basically going up and down the you know the, the strings without going too far in depth with this. So for example, it like, looks like this. looks like a spider kind of going up and down your fretboard. And then you can change groups. So po- pointer and pinky finger then becomes group A. Of course, you're supposed to move them at the same time, so it looks like this, like a spider, you know, going up and down your fretboard. The, the tough one is pointer and ring finger, are group A, middle and pinky finger is group B, so it looks like this. You're just kind of going up like that. But make sure they're moving together. So that's basically the um, the spider exercise. We have this on ukula on the ground somewhere, right, mm-hmm. Aaron? So- um, Practice
1: sessions.
0: Practice sessions. Head over to UU+, check out practice sessions uh, for an in-depth version of this. But that's basically it. And um, and I like doing this on uh, on tour because I like seeing people's reactions to it. Where like, <laughs> where you do the third one where you're supposed to move your pointer and ring finger at the same time, and people are like, ah you know like just trying to get it and it's it's kind of cool like seeing people's faces this um this tour i did jody Sato's like like a piece and and, and point oh. kind of thing like this point of the peace sign then go the other way you know just it's it's a really cool exercise that you can do and show people so mahalo, jody um but yeah it's just something silly that, that, you can, that you can kind of use as an icebreaker for the uh, uh for the crowd so that, that's that's one that i started doing this uh, this tour yeah, that's that's the spider. Check it out on UE Plus for a more in-depth version of the <laughs> spider. Have, do you do something
2: like that? Uh actually, funny enough, no. But mm. uh, you you mentioned that it's this one is the yeah, difficult yeah, one. Yeah, and anybody who tries this will find it difficult. Do you know why that's so difficult? Why? Because these two fingers, these two fingers, uh, they in the middle and the ring. They share. They share, yeah, they share uh, a tendon. Like a tendon. Yeah. So. If one of these fingers is immobilized, the other one has a it's, harder time yeah, moving.
0: No, no. But then you know, like when you're playing. So why you're probably wondering, like, well, why would you want to do that anyway? So if you're if you're playing, um, or picking on your ukulele, um, most of the time you're going to be skipping. So for example, this, like third fret in the C scale alone, the next note. Is the fifth fret. So in order to be in position, you wanna, you know, you wanna be able to kind of place fingers like this for for each fret. Ideally, you can kind of skip if you want to, but even then, you know, I'm skipping that ring finger to get to the uh, to to the to the seventh fret. <laughs> so when I'm uh, when I'm playing the the fifth fret, it's kind of like that or. If you're doing just the, the C scale here, you're going to be skipping that, you know, that that middle finger to to play the ring finger in the E string third fret. So you're going to be doing these, you know, um, uh, these kind of movements with your fingers anyway, and it's it's great to uh, to to get, I guess, that that control of individual fingers. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, as a bass player, I don't tend to do that. I got I got a lot <laughs> yeah. of that through um, because I, I very rarely ever need two fretting hand fingers mm, at the same true, time. True, true, But uh, they do teach you as you're doing your scalar exercises yeah. to p- play positionally. Yeah. Um, with that, and a bit for what that means is rather than if you're trying to play a scale mm. going up and down like this, yeah. Is doable, but it's actually easier if you learn to go across your fingerboard rather than up and down it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's gonna be a lot easier. Yeah. Across the street, not down the highway. Yeah. (laughs) So So more rather than. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh,
3: it's kind of one of those (laughs) things, right? Like, once you learn both. You can have either in your pocket for whatever the situation
2: calls right. for. Yeah, well, it, and it depends musically on what happens next. If I'm playing in one position, then I'd rather just go across the fingerboard more mm-hmm. and more and more. Mm-hmm. But if I know that I have to play a certain, like, say, a scale run, and then the next thing I'm playing is some lick that's way up here, then I would rather play that because mm-hmm. then my hand's going to end up where it needs to be, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of one of those things you just pick up a little bit situation more yeah. along yeah. the lines yeah. as musical maturity kind of, builds in you kind of think in terms of the flow of the entire thing yeah. rather than this this little bit i just worry about these two measures right yeah. here and sometimes when you're playing like classical music like when i was in college i played a lot of the bach cello suites on bass mm-hmm. and gosh if you don't think if you don't think ahead positionally oh, what position is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to be cool. like yeah. here and I'll listen <laughs> big jumps yeah and mm-hmm. Let's be real here. No matter how good you are, even if you're as good as this guy, making wide, crazy jumps like that mm. is a pretty sure way to oh, yeah. m- make to more up. mistakes.
0: It's <laughs> a yeah, mess up. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's that's
3: accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guy next. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, or yeah, we'll just maybe wait a little bit for our chat see if okay. anybody else has. Okay.
0: Right questions. on. So. We uh, we went we went on tour, Mike. This I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but we we went on tour. So we were on Oahu for a little bit. He's kind of. We yeah we met up with you know with uh with with Matt Dahlberg and uh, and Craig and Sarah and uh, and Calais, Corey and Andrew like dude,
2: we saw all
1: our I did see, I did see that, that video yeah
2: <clears throat> uh, It randomly somehow ended up as like a reel on Instagram yeah right? yeah they 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 where, cut off where, some stuff where and they put it on Instagram. Uh, where you were playing Yuki Sunday no oh, Yuki no Hana. oh Yukinohana yeah so
0: if. Uh, Our friends over at the ukulele site they have an awesome podcast if you guys don't listen to their podcast you guys are missing out because there's some great playing on that podcast and some great discussion because they have guests all the time like famous guests you know like like matt Dahlberg. (laughs) <laughs> like Craig and Sarah for example there's some amazing guests please check them out when you have the time um, yeah so I was a guest on the uh, on the ukulele site podcast I talked about a lot of stuff talked about family talked about the uh, the ukulele on the ground Kanye merger I talked about my new ukulele I talked about um, just you know good times uh, when, when when Kalei and I used to tour back in like in, in Thailand and in Japan and stuff okay, you know nice. some well, okay well some <laughs> didn't make it you know of course <laughs> like we we only discuss what we can you know <laughs> we're allowed to discuss no there's, there's some things that happened on tour that, that no one needs to know about you know <laughs> but it was a, it was a good time actually we we jammed a bunch of songs we jammed um, Sunday morning I uh, I played Yuki no Hana and and I didn't practice it I was like kind of nervous because you know Corey was watching and I know he probably does a killer version of it uh, but Corey wants to play along with me and I'm like oh snap okay I better do this right <laughs> <You know? laughs> um and then we did One Day Soon by Ernie Cruz Jr. Oh. I think they just put that one up today um Thursday if you guys are listening to this as a replay um and i think we did waiting in vain which is uh, yet to come out but the full podcast is over on their youtube so make sure you check them out leave uh you know leave leave a comment say hey a dream brought me here or whatever just to know that's just to rep the ukulele on the ground like hey you you is here we're watching this yeah go go let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, not right now but like you know watch us first <laughs> well this is live see yeah so it was, it was good i mean did you see the podcast I saw some of it. Yeah, so it's like a two-hour podcast or something. You know, like take your time, watch it. But it was, uh, it was really good because those those guys are our friends and, you know, uh, I I love them and I love the way that they play. I've always talked about this and I've always mentioned, like, Kalei is just one of the most soulful ukulele players and most technical, like, gifted ukulele players that I've ever seen. And of course, Corey is just a huge monster that like, you know, you think Calais is good and like right behind him is an even bigger monster. (laughs) So it's it's kind of amazing like getting to like, getting just jam with those guys because I, you know, being on kawaii and stuff and i don't really see anyone so i don't i rarely get to jam especially with people at that level so it's really 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 nice just kind of sit down jam and i'm like i don't have to take all the solos you know like i'm just like oh kalei. so if you if you watch it it's like oh kalei just start us off because i'm usually doing all that but i'm like i don't have to do that now i can <laughs> just, have, I just tell kalei to do it you know uh, it was it was a good time. It was a good time, and I think after that they had Matt joining them. So there's an episode with uh, with Matt that came out that you guys should also check out. But. It was a good time and we uh we did a concert with uh, with matt over at kanyele ukulele and so thank thank you to kanyele ukulele thank you to Kaimana, thank you to uh to janice for for helping us out thank you to uh to all all, all the people at Kanile got ukulele also auntie lina you know for keeping things nice and quiet and just making sure that that um they didn't bother like matt and and, and our crew and stuff yeah,
3: I liked it because like while we were doing the concert, I could ha- hear Auntie Lena going like, "Yeah, they're doing a concert with Matt Dahlberg, so uh, be sure to check it out." Yeah, so she was still like was, pushing it even yeah. when we were going like, "Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, you know, she, she's she's the
0: best hype person that I've ever <laughs> yeah. worked." Like I'm not even joking. Like every time she's on, I, if you guys have watched the. Uh, I think December or or January's um, Kanilea like the announcement show. Yeah, the announcement she show. She was the host for that. Whoa, yeah. her her hype game is so good. She's like the just she better than Flame Flame. It's so good. It's so good. I love. She has to introduce me to every single event now because she's she's on it. She's like Michael Buffer of, of ukulele and, uh, uh, introductions because she's she's amazing. So we, we love you, Auntie Lena. Um, and thank you to the to ukulele crew over at Kanyele ukulele you guys made everything um just smooth and you know all, janice <laughs> did, a, did an awesome job she she works yeah. at Kanyele ukulele helped us out with the streams um manned the cameras and stuff it was just it was great it, it ran so smooth yeah. and you know Kaha, you, you got you got some some things to say about this cuz you were I, the guy running the stream cuz yeah. aaron was was on uh, was on camera so tell us a little
3: little bit about that Kahai. I was just thinking, like, I feel bad for, like, you know, I kind of feel a little bit bad because, like, when we went there, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, here's our our nice set with all the soundproofing and it's all set up. And then we came in and we are like, okay, move everything. We're going to (laughs) put wires everywhere and we're going to put this here and this there. And, you know, they didn't, like, bat an eye. Like, Mm -hmm. Kaimana, I think, like, the day before, we were trying out, like, every single mic that he had and we are just going through every one. He's like, okay, what about this one? What about this one? And, you know, and so yeah. just it was great working with them,
0: and it was nice working with like some crazy equipment too. They had like nice cameras and nice microphones and stuff because um, uh, Doctor Trey Tracy Tirada, like had some of his mics that he was using for his recording studio back then, and they just had it at the, the Canilea studio, oh, and it's like. You know, oh, no big deal. That's just a microphone that Jake Shibabukura used to record Pure Heart, you know, the Pure Heart album. <laughs> so Matt Dalberg is like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm using the microphone that Jake used for blah, 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 blah. And he was... He was tripping out. It was it was really cool. So thank you to the crew over there. Yeah, don't, um, worry. Speak- don't worry about that. That mic's only you know forty
2: five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah,
0: bump it or nothing. It was uh, it was it was nice and uh, and and the the concert itself I thought was really good. It really captured a what a jam session feels like. You know. Our ukulele is in that cold room. My, my uke was like kind of going sharp in some places, but it's just that's just what it is, you know? Like that's what happens in, in a pure jam setting. It, and um and I can attest to this because Matt didn't come, I didn't see Matt or get to practice with Matt until like the day before the concert. And we didn't even practice. We're just like, okay, we're going to play this song, this song, this song, you know? Yeah. Like no prior practice or whatever. If, if we did, it didn't last more than 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, pure you know like just just magic and and it was kind of cool because you know like i i did you know give matt some lessons back then like i'm not his you know like formal teacher by 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 any means i was more just like a guide like i was a mentor to uh to to matt and it's just kind of cool and it's it makes me proud to you know to kind of see like one of one of the people that i that i guided just kind of doing their thing and watching him do stuff with like the hawaii music supply guys or the ukulele side guys it's just like man, that's see there he goes, there he goes. <laughs> he graduated from ukulele on the ground, doing his thing. But the one thing I do want to say though is that if it felt like I was bullying Matt <laughs> like during the uh, during the stream, it's because I was really trying to poke like poke at Matt and um and especially the last song. So I was telling Matt this. So I'm like, dude, it's the last song. It should be like this big whatever. Like we're playing body surfing. Like in, in D minor and his terms, you know his terms, because my my body surfing in G minor, um, but he wants to play in D minor, and we played it, and I'm like right on Matt's gonna go crazy, and he did not, <laughs> and I went crazy because I thought he was gonna go crazy, so it just looked like I was bullying Matt. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm like come on, Matt, show me what you can do, but he's just like. He just took it down, he really wanted to keep it mellow. I'm like, man, now I just look like a bully. <laughs> but I thought we were taking it there, but he didn't you didn't want to go there with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is which is cool, which is which is fine. Next
2: time. It's next his time, style. I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna push harder next time. You know? <laughs> Maybe I didn't push him enough. I should have pushed, but it was a it was a great time. If you guys have an opportunity to watch it. Go check it out. You know, I apologize for all the intonation stuff, but that's part of it. That's that's as raw as it's gonna get. Yep. There was no, you know, there's no practice, it was just pure jam session. And all the questions that I asked were, were very genuine, stuff that I was interested in, you know, because it's like, oh, during this song, what were you thinking about? Did you like this chord progression and stuff? It's it's awesome, man. So it's uh, did you yeah,
2: you saw the concert, right? I saw you some like of it. it. I didn't oh, see anything. I, it's a jam session. I, you know, I, I like, I like, I, you know, there's something great about watching like a formal, rehearsed, yes, concert, of course, of course. But that's a different energy than watching mm-hmm. a bunch of people just sit in a room mm-hmm. and just throw stuff against the wall and see what's going to happen. You know, yeah. that's I mean, you know, and and it's all different energy. That's that's kind of the that's kind of the thing. And mm-hmm. the thing if you love to play. There's going to be a part of your artistic and musical yes. self that's fulfilled by preparing something where it's like this happens to this happens to this. and But then there's, there's another part of your musical self that will pretty much only be satisfied by let's jump in a room. I'm going to call a key yeah and that's all i'm gonna say yeah and we're gonna see what happens i mean to be fair like matt really
0: wanted like the random jam he's like why don't we ask the audience you know for a core progression i'm like i ain't doing that <laughs> i was like no i'm not doing that you know because it's just like we're gonna get these core progressions that don't lead anywhere or that don't have like you know like any kind of substance i'm like no it sounds good. i was telling matt i'm like it sounds good in theory. But while you're doing it, it's going to be the most boring thing ever because those core progressions that people are just going to shout out like random chords if we just try to put something together. Yeah. It's just not going to sound as, you know, like we already have no structure and then you take yeah. whatever we already don't have and you... Make you, it molest you, like, that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, but, it's. I've, I've been at places yeah. where people try and do stuff like that. Yeah. It, unless you're allowed to like futz with the order mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know... Change a chord quality or two, right, right. because then you can kind of mold it into something where you can figure out where there's the one. This would be the five mm-hmm, if it mm-hmm. was this. Yeah. So I'm gonna just change it to this, so we have a place right. to. But otherwise, yeah. then it turns into like yeah, the Grateful Dead. Right. Yeah, we're not there for five hours. Yet. Exactly. It turns into like the Grateful <laughs> Dead, where like, and you know the Grateful. I think I've said this in the podcast before. It's like the Grateful Dead were very. Open, they said sometimes mm-hmm. when we take these weird long journeys, half hour, an hour on yeah, something, one <laughs> sometimes it works amazingly. Yeah, but they were also very honest and said, and sometimes it's wretched, <laughs> you know. But the problem for them as the dead was, it's yeah. kind of like, well, we started it. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, we gotta yeah. finish it. So maybe that's the night that particular dark star yeah. was like a half hour long instead of forty five yeah. minutes long. You know, that's
0: that. That's just it. It's just like sometimes you just never know what you're gonna get. And I just you know, I just didn't want that uh, that new curveball like kind of throw, thrown thrown yeah. in there. I mean, I was already throwing Matt some curveballs. I, I picked. Um, <laughs> what you call it? like a little wing and I didn't tell him we're going to play a little wing like, Oh, we're <laughs> going to do this man swing, <laughs> yeah, yeah he didn't know the chords or whatever I'm like let's let's you know let's see but it's still like a set of chords that like go somewhere you know although <laughs> there's like that GFC part in there that's kind of weird and stuff but there, it, there's there's like a theme and there's like a set amount of you know chord for the like chord progression which you know can be familiar so we come out with something really good you know maybe if we had more time or if it was really like purely like a jam thing then uh, then maybe would have taken some you know some audience suggestions for for core progressions but it just doesn't I, my in my um experience has never really worked out that well like ever
2: the, the, uh, yeah because the problem the problem with that mm-hmm. is like if you're lucky mm-hmm. you might get someone who just says c and then the next person says f it's like, okay, cool, we can work with this. Yeah. But there's always going to be that one Joker who's yeah, like, sharp, sure. C to, you know, yeah, G flat minor seven. <laughs> uh, like, diminish this did, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so.
3: It's like uh, when we do our songwriting challenges, mm-hmm. usually we ask for like a key yeah. instead of like specific chords or like maybe a chord pattern. But then also when you say, like, hey, give us a chord pattern, people go like, use a diminished so it's like that's not a chord yeah. pattern that's just one chord
2: so, you are telling us to make one chord in this somewhere which yeah. actually that is not as necessarily as bad as when the the worst the worst comes and i've seen this in like songwriting class mm-hmm. when people my, my students they hear these different terms you use for chords and then someone thinks okay Well, what's the most advanced sounding thing I can think of? And so they just start throwing terms together where it's like, okay, first of all, that doesn't fit anywhere in what you're doing. Second of all, you're using three terms that would all be mutually contradictory. There's no such thing as a D-flat major dominant diminished... 14th yeah. augmented. <laughs> exactly. It's like, first of all, the 14th is not even a number you can use.
3: <laughs> no, you can use it if you try hard enough. <laughs> you just gotta, yeah, you just gotta try yeah. to gotta think with your brain <laughs> <laughs> to believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that kind of, it kind of brings it in mm-hmm. too, because a couple weeks ago we actually mm-hmm. had a question and we said like Mike would be a good person yeah. to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so somebody, I think somebody said, uh, was asking about uh diminished chords and if diminished chords need to be sevens.
0: Oh ah, because in ukulele no. they're usually sevens. Uh
2: no.
1: Okay, good good answer. Your answer. Next question. <laughs> good, no, good answer. here's here's
2: why. So all chordal structure is based first and foremost off of triad, the mm-hmm. three note chord. Okay? Yeah. So if I have a C chord, C E G, that's C, you could also say that C major But oftentimes, if you just say a C or a D chord, something like that, it's implied to be major. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then you could go, then you flat the third note, that that becomes C minor. All right. If you flat the fifth note, it becomes half diminished. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) All right. And, uh, I'm trying to think in triadic version, I bl- if I remember correctly, if you flat the fifth w- another time, it becomes diminished. Fully diminished. <laughs> okay,
0: so I would have four strings, right? yeah. so here's a C, here's the E flat, there's a flat three, uh-huh. here's a flat five.
2: Which would be C a, uh, and so G flat, C, so F.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's it's where, impossible. Yeah, that's and, where I I I can't because I the the G. I mean, if I had a low G, they maybe give that that much. No, not even then,
2: because yeah. it would be all the way up here. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so and, anyway, yes. Yeah. So all the, all the basic chord quality names can be done as a three note. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, as a matter of fact, when we talked about music, so wait wait wait. Mut- sorry. To recap, one flat three flat five, and then diminished. double flat yeah. five. Yeah. Double flat five makes fully diminished. Flatting the fifth once makes it half diminished.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So, and there's, uh, if if you guys are interested, the um, the intervals also. It's it's all equal distance, right? Hmm. And then I guess the uh, the the next one would be what A. Hmm.
2: That's why we add that that A in there for the diminished seven. So that, that 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 would be the thing. All right, because when you break down a chord symbol, it's the name of the note, which mm-hmm. tells you what your root is. Then the second thing you say is what's happening to it, and then the third thing you say is if there are any extensions you're putting on. the The extension you put on it has mm-hmm. nothing to do necessarily with the middle thing. Mm-hmm. So, because I can say a C, uh, I can say a C major seven. A C minor 7, and yes, it does change what note it is. Here's C major, here's C, uh, C major 7, here's a C minor 7. But the notes that I would use, the scale I would construct from, and the notes I would choose from, for a C major 7, mm-hmm. is still the same notes that I'd be working for if I say a C major 13.
0: Yeah, so 1, two, three,
2: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 12, 13. Right, so the notes didn't change. It's only when I change that middle thing, mm-hmm. from major to minor, diminished, augmented, half diminished, that's when the actual scale I'm drawing from changes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I okay. hope that answers your question.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. You wanted it, you got it. There you yeah. go. But Tss, figure that out.
1: And <laughs> it's just that it's easier, or it's a it's an easy shape to yeah. a diminished seventh on the
0: it, it is it is a it is a, a um, an easier shape to do it but it just also kind of continues on the uh the the intervals for yeah, for, for yeah. me as far as our you know because uh the c and then we have that e flat so you're you know it's like a step in a, a step and a half up right and then a step and a half will be that f sharp and a step and a half will be that that uh, that a which then step and a half up will start it back into c you know mm-hmm. so c like so with the diminished seven it's just you know it, it's just great because you're just continuing on that that interval anyway yeah, yeah. Yeah. so it doesn't have to be the seven you don't have to add you know like that that uh that note in there but Forward, yeah. so this is this would be c diminished uh, and i'm just muting the top and here's with the c diminished seven It just adds that extra layer of tension in there when you add the next note in that. Um, But the actual building blocks of the chord are already
3: there. Yeah. Yeah. It kind
0: of and. Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds
3: good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then it also kind of like distinguishes right from Mm -hmm. just like when you would play like a seventh chord to when you would play a diminished chord on the. Yes. 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 Really Mm -hmm. makes it Mm -hmm. distinct. So yeah, hope that answers your question. Yep. Uh, we have about ten minutes left, uh, yeah. a little bit more. Okay. Uh, so, uh-huh. well, I, I uh, somebody wanted. Uh, is there any music recommendations? Ooh. Um,
1: oh yeah, because they were talking about Mike's music recommendations the last time. Before. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, who's your music recommendation for this? Because I have you. one, but I have to look look up look up her name because I, I want people to, to check out this this okay. um, artist. The last
3: time you recommended Jazz Daredevil. So. That's right. <laughs> they're like very interesting
0: <laughs> we want more Mike we have more jazz daredevil okay, uh, uh, depends on whether he's you want to go that Michael.
2: direction um, uh, I think my other I think my other mention was Havona but our, our heavy weather by weather report so I'll probably stay more within that that realm um, uh, relating to the ukulele I would look up the album light as a feather by mm-hmm. Return to Forever. Uh, it's a Chick Corea, Return to Forever was Chick Corea's big band of the 70s after he left Miles Davis. Why is this related to ukulele? Because the finals, there's there's only like six, seven songs on the album. Um, they're all crazy difficult. But num- but the last al- the last song on that album is a song that everybody knows. Mm. It's called Spain. <laughs> <laughs> so the that that uh, light as a feather is the is the album that Chick Corea Spain premiered on in like oh gosh I don't even know like early 70s I want to mm-hmm. say so if you've ever heard anybody play Spain on the ukulele um or you know there we go uh
1: that is that is actually
2: <laughs> that album is where that song actually premiered
1: Nice. Yeah, nice, and we nice. were at the San Diego, San Diego the Yukon.
2: Uh, yeah, and uh, Danny Lucero, he, he played that song there. Yeah, he's from Spain, Spain. so it's yeah, legit. It.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's legit. from Spain. Yeah.
2: Yeah. know oh, well, yeah. well, I'll tell you what. Let's. Yes. We'll, we'll be nerdy then. Okay. Um, because everybody knows Spain, yes. but that, a lot of people do not realize that that song is actually a song. extension of another song. Hmm. It's, uh, so if we go the, where that starts to come from, obviously Chick was right. uh, Spanish. However, an album that he worked on prior to that with Miles Davis was Sketches of Spain. Mm. And one of the songs he did was the Concierto de Aranjuez mm. by Rodrigo. Yes. And the opening of Spain is taken from that concerto. Oh, yeah. Danny Ussera
0: played that uh, played that intro to oh, go wow. into to go to Spain he was telling us about Aranjuez that's, like, that's what. that's why ha that sounds familiar yeah. and, that's like what, bolero, you know, and that, if you that listen to it. the
2: original version of Spain mm. from Light as a Feather yep. you will totally hear that da 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 yep. that's where that comes from mm. yeah nice. so, so huh.
1: yeah so if you were at the UConn, then you.
0: You heard Danny heard Ucero. Yeah. and hopefully you paid attention because that's a tough song. And
1: he's a great player. Oh
0: yeah, so he's he's gonna be one of my. I'm, I have lots of recommendations today, guys. Everybody, okay. okay. So today's recommendations. First off, someone that wasn't at the um, at the San Diego UConn, but I've been like obsessing over him, listening to her songs. Like, if she wants just one song on uh, on on Spotify but I'm, I'm like i'm obsessed with that one song it's an italian ukulele player named Cerepo, i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna butcher <laughs> sorry. this sorry <laughs> to all our italian you know like view, viewers or listeners serepo Cayontas. s-e-r-e-p-o-c-a-i-o-n-t-a-s yeah. um but she has, a, uh, she has a song called limonata okay so catchy! It reminds me of um, when I first heard "Hoo Hoo" by um, Sing what's to- by Singto Numcha from uh, from Thailand. <laughs> okay. That like that vibe of like someone else, you know, like coming into the coming into the ukulele with like their kind of fresh vibe to it. It's like an Italian version of "Hoo Hoo." I was like, oh man, love, love, love this song. <laughs> check uh, check her out. She's on you know she's on Instagram. She she does like um, tutorials and stuff on, on Instagram as well. I think she does a tutorial on that song and her song, but that's on Spotify. I'm but it's an italian so we wouldn't understand any of it yeah but it's, dude, it's it's about the music transcends the language you know it's 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 uh, i would look it's, up it's the
2: tutorial but i won't understand
0: it. so um that's that's definitely one that i've, I've been obsessed with recently and um the the next name that I'm going to mention,s uh, that the next names that I'm going to mention are uh, the the some of the people that we jammed with on the or all the people that we jammed with uh, during the San Diego, uh, Yukon. So let me, me name as many people as possible. Of course, you guys know. Um, victoria vox you guys know uh daniel ho you guys know chris fuchigami you guys know andrew molina those like you know those people very well known and then of course uh Plasi. she's a uh, you know she's been doing some ukulele tutorials for for a long time uh we bernard bernadette you know of course you guys you, know, you guys know her that's that's Plazi, and then um also um uh, Abby Lyons, amazing, you know, uh singer, um, uh, you know, ukulele player. Um Victoria, not Vox, but Jiggy with Viggy. Amazing, amazing. She does an awesome version of the Simpsons theme, like, okay. but it's like a solo ukulele version. and she sent me the task for it. I'm gonna learn it. I'm gonna learn her version of it. I'm like, that did you know that I did say <laughs> <laughs> and She's like, what? It blew her mind. So um also, of course, Daniel Serro, you know that, that we uh, that we mentioned, and um, let's see, uh, Larry Mitchell, oh, you yeah. know he's amazing. That's the one he uh, he toured with, uh, with with Tracy Chapman back in the day and stuff. And we we're just playing Tracy Chapman songs in the back. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. And um, and the fast car, <laughs> yeah, <Taste> anywhere. <laughs> and uh, Kiahi. Ke- uh, so Anthony. I forgot his last name. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say what I think it is. It might be wrong. But uh, <laughs> music by Keahi. Um, check them out on on Instagram as well. So all all the awesome people that we got to jam with this uh, this past week. Make sure you check them all out because uh, yeah. I mean, I thought you know I thought I, I knew what these people sound like because I've been following them on Instagram and whatnot. But just watching these people live and getting to jam with them backstage and stuff and just having a good time with you know with with all the with all the artists. It was surreal. I haven't been out of my house. I've been in in hiding, in, in hermit mode for for years ever since the pandemic. And finally getting out and getting jammed with people again, it just felt so good. So I want you guys to check out all these amazing artists and and give them a follow, give them a like or whatever it may be. You know, I know Did that. Did you mention Timmy? Oh, Timmy. Also Timmy Cruz Jr. Timmy Cruz. I'm because he left earlier that that day, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm only thinking of who was there that who night, was, like that night. He, yeah.
1: Who uh, was
0: it? Nolan. And was Nolan. Called, and, yeah. And he, all all those all those. Uh, yeah. all well, his 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 band i forgot what the band is called that timmy cruz jr he's also on instagram make sure you check him out mm-hmm. i don't want to am i missing anybody else um
1: i'm not sure probably but, but but yeah, yeah but if, yeah. if, we'll if, if i if i miss like you we'll, we'll
0: we'll put it down or kai I'll, will put it on the thing i'll
3: the, post the poster yeah okay, okay okay you guys but are naming a lot <laughs> they're all great
0: and uh and love 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 hanging out with all of them they're great souls just you know i wanted to be the uncle like that that like coming in there and because everyone's just kind of sitting down and they kind of eating quietly and everyone's like oh i think that's this that's so-and-so i come in there i'm like all right grab your ukes, everybody let's jam a song <laughs> like, here's the let that's all jam Danny lucero came larry mitchell came and like and vicky and all these people just kind of like crowding around they're like okay i guess we're jamming okay i'll call Dreen wants fun. us to pick up our and jam and it was a great time like just that first night alone like all of us in in the green room just kind of getting to know each other and then the next day at the at the festival just i i wanted to watch everybody and i saw everyone and their set and stuff it was just it was amazing 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 so if you guys uh missed out i'm pretty sure you know these artists will come out again because i'm i'm looking forward to what these artists do in the future and i'm definitely going to be following them uh on on their whatever their next gig is going to be so yeah, that's our you know our our festival uh, experience. We we might talk about it again you know like some other time because I don't know we're we're kind of pressed for time now. But that it was it was really good you know like I had a great time at the festival. It was nice seeing everybody again and uh, we we saw some old friends like Brada you know was was there. We haven't seen Brada in like in a decade maybe like it's <laughs> been a long time. So uh, let's see. Uh, f- of course, shout out to uh, Uncle Joe, Auntie Kristen, you know from Le Ukulele They uh, they were nice enough to come out and support us as their artists, and they uh, you know um, they were basically our you know our our, our handlers <laughs> kind <laughs> of yeah. They they drove us around. They you know uh, yeah. Um, Auntie Kristen made sure that my merch was sold, and, <laughs> and we, we did all that did all that stuff, and, and they 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 did awesome. They also performed. Um, Auntie Kristen did Puahone the uh, and. Uh Uncle, Uncle Joe sang the song, Auntie Christine did the dance and stuff. It was it was beautiful. So um shout out to all those people. Also, if you guys followed us, um on, uh, oh, also, nice to meet all of you guys. Like, and and I said it on the podcast. I'm like, if if you see me at all, please stop me and say hi, Let's take a picture, tell me, you know, like tell me where, where where you know me from, or if you watch, listen to podcasts or watch our videos. Thank you to everybody who came up and and grabbed the picture because and, and send it to me. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'll dream machine. Send me some of those photos. I would love a copy of all the photos that we uh, that that everyone took, you know, during during their fe- during the festival because. It was great. I had an awesome time. So thank you so much to everybody who came out. And it was very, very, very nice to meet all of you. If I didn't get to meet you this time, come on to the next one. I would love to meet you folks. Okay? I'm usually kind of shy. with like my mask and stuff. I and mean, I was masked up like uh, during during the festival for the, for the most part. It's like, yeah, check out my mask.
2: Let's see. Come here. Take a
0: picture together. You know? <laughs> it was cool and i'm like uh, you know what i'll I'll worry about the consequences later (laughs) but um it was great i I loved it so next after that we went to um we headed over to Huntington Beach to uh, to Island Bazaar. Sold out. Sold out show. It was great. And and sorry to all of you folks because people were calling in. They're like, hey, can we get tickets? And sure, poor Shirley had to like tell all these people that they can't go. And she got an influx of people, especially after the San Diego show. They're like, Oh, oh I want to see these guys again. Because everyone had basically 20, 25 minute sets yeah. at the um because there's so much artists, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so because there's so much artists, uh like we we only had a little bit of time, and some people are like, okay, well, I want to see those guys like more or whatever. I want to see want to see them play a little bit more, you know. And for some people, not
2: realizing it's already
0: sold yeah, out. sorry. and the thing we we've been announcing it for like a month, you know. Hey, get your tickets now. We said we said to get your tickets now.
2: It's gonna you know as as it gets closer, it's it's gonna run out. So you know, unfortunately, though, I think that does <clears> tend, <throat> tend to happen, especially if, is especially maybe if people are newer <laughs> into the ukulele. <clears throat> and they haven't had the chance to see live music at a time. Yeah, it's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, So yeah. this could be, outside of YouTube videos, this could be the first time anybody's ever seen you live. It's true, it's true. And like, it's one thing, even as great players, even, even the amazing players, mm-hmm. seeing them on YouTube is is great. Yeah. You know, we just talked about Chick Korea. I saw, I've watched a million Chick Korea videos right. on YouTube, but then, but I've them seen live. him live. Yeah. and and funny enough it was a completely it was a much smaller thing Mm -hmm. because I used to see him with the electric band six guys just going berserk Mm -hmm. and I saw him just in a duo at the community college theater Mm -hmm. just him and Gary Burton on vibraphone Mm -hmm. and that to me is one of the the greatest concert experiences I've ever been Mm -hmm. to in my life and had I not known that I would have, I would have been too, looking yeah. like where else is this guy playing? <laughs> He's playing in Honolulu. I guess I'm going to Honolulu. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's probably what
0: happened. It's nice. It's nice to be able to, you know, to, to perform and, and see people live again. It was definitely magical and, and like almost made me cry. Kind of I'm like this is nice. Like I had, didn't realize how much I missed this. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, and. I know, like uh, Aaron went to I guess Pacific Northwest. Where'd you go? Like the, the last year, tra- Oregon, and he told me he like attended a concert. He's like, man, just you know being able to attend a concert again, seeing people play live. And I remember how you came home and you're like, we gotta go out, we gotta do these live yeah. things again because he was super energized. I'm like, all right, Aaron, we'll go. But then, now that I <laughs> was like, oh, like, oh snap, yeah, I gotta do more of this. Yeah, like I love this. Yeah, Aldrin like, like, was like,
2: calm down. <laughs> It's okay. (laughs) Now I felt it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Live music just has a different energy to it. Yeah. And
2: I think people are looking for that too Mm -hmm. now, especially. I mean, Mm -hmm. basically, a lot of people have been kind of cooped up Mm -hmm. for a while. So now the ability to almost feel like... Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's have let's have yeah, a party. Let's get Something together let's normal. do yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh Shirley
0: was 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 pretty, you know, was pretty strict, especially with our like concerts and stuff because I was telling that story. The first I went to Shirley's, we we've never went on tour. We didn't know who was watching. This is the first ever ukulele underground tour. It
1: was in 2008. And, yeah, it was in 2008.
0: And we just contacted Shirley, it's like, "Oh, we're from this website and whatever and we're going to do a concert. We might have like 10, 20 people there that that would be awesome. And she's like, Okay, you know, like let's make it five bucks or whatever. Like you can go in and watch the concert for five bucks. We're like, Okay, cool, sounds good. I've never seen her place. I didn't know how big it was, but like, okay, cool, let's go in and, and And, uh, when, when we were there, it was like over 200 people that came in. Oh, that's bad. She must have been like, she just did not know how to, like how to handle it. And I mean, how could she, she didn't expect, and I told her like maybe 20 people and like 10 times that, you
1: know, shop. So
0: there were people like behind the counter. Yeah. Behind the the register and 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 stuff. Who are like, something's going to get stolen.
1: So, but, but she handled it well.
0: Yeah, it she, she just, did. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was like... The
1: fire capacity. Yeah, there was people
0: outside, like just congregating. There was maybe 20, 30 people just outside. And was that yeah. just
2: like like website members who knew you were coming yeah or
0: just people in the forum and stuff yeah it was crazy and that was that was back in 2008 so so did she immediately after after that say like
1: there is young man there's gonna be a cap
0: ever since then because she never had like whatever cap and stuff ever since that concert she's had a cap on everybody ever since (laughs) like 90 people that's it and that's including like comps and stuff or like people that can go in for free and whatever 90 people max like that's that's the
2: cutoff. I don't know what the capacity of that places but and i assume 90 90. is getting on the wall said 90 okay i (laughs) I assume like fire capacity is 90 dude it's
0: crazy (laughs) it was crazy never never felt more rock and roll in my life Uh, it was that one and when we did um uh, Mike the Silva's. I told this story also with Mike the Silva's, and we're not a quiet ukulele group, you know. Like when when, when we're performing, we're not really quiet, and people were making noise, and like my ukulele is super loud. And I guess somebody called the fire department, and the fire department came like to uh, to Mike the Silva's shop, and like we had a no- you know with a noise complaint and whatever, like maybe something was happening, and they just thought it was an ukulele show. <laughs> they're Like
1: what? <laughs>
0: yeah. Why did you call us? <laughs> yeah. And they stuck around. They listened for you know for yeah. a couple songs. It's cool. so yeah we have some crazy like you know some crazy (laughs) stories from from the road those are those the tame ones you know like that i like that and it was um nice to be back yeah nice to be nice to be back home we are headed out over to seattle so if you guys haven't gotten your it's free the festival is free i believe right you can go to the seattle live uh no is it live aloha yep live aloha festival in Seattle, um, that's free. I, I think my workshops that I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing three hour workshops. You know, I'm going to be doing a full on like, you know, uh, from, from the ground up, like beginner to, uh, to to advanced kind of workshop. And I'm doing a songwriting workshop. So if you want to, you know, if you want to write music with your ukulele, I'm going to be doing that workshop as well. So I've gotten a lot of questions of like, what are you teaching in your workshop and stuff? So I'm teaching solo techniques from beginner to advanced. Like if you want to learn how to solo on your ukulele, that's it. The other workshop that I'm doing is how to write uh, a song on your ukulele. So we'll go over some songwriting techniques, um, how I do some of my some of my songwriting stuff, and um, and yeah, we'll have q and A Q&A at the end. So if there's something that you're working on or that you wrote and you want to show me and I can give you some you know some uh, some feedback, we have we have time for that. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna uh, you know I've I've worked pretty hard in these two new. Uh, workshops because I've never done a three-hour workshop before, but it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm I'm super excited for it. So um, sign up, I guess at the at the, Live on, on, the Lo- on the website. Yeah. Okay.
1: So so your workshop workshops are gonna be on Saturday, September tenth. Yeah. So um. Oh,
2: so that's like next week already. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next, <laughs> okay. weekend. yeah, yeah next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend.
1: So if you go to SeattleLevelohafestival.com, mm. there is a uh, there I think a workshop tab or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then you can register there. Mm-hmm. But um, the festival itself is on the 11th, Sunday, the 11th, yeah. and that you can just come and, well, I think you play it in the afternoon sometime. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, I think I'm doing the morning session, which is, I believe, the, uh, the solo stuff, and I think the afternoon is the songwriting stuff
1: oh no so, no, or no is for it, for the actual festival oh itself.
0: no yeah i was talking about the the workshops since i the workshop, yeah, I had yeah, the so workshop the workshops are going to be
1: on the on the, that saturday you have mm-hmm. two workshops yep. and then um for sunday september 11th yep. during the actual festival i think you play at 1 45
0: and that's a 45 minute set.
1: Stage. um i uh,
0: sure. one hour set I just want to know, just cause like we came into the Yukon thing, we're like you guys have twenty minutes or so whatever. Like, wait, what, what, what? We we wanted to do a two-hour set. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not even warmed up. I know yeah, it's twenty Dr. minutes. Doctor Wrestling, it's he's like... regular Hammer Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> he's fifteen minutes to even get started. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, come out.
0: Neil Chin is gonna be there. Yeah, you... I heard Ukulani is gonna gonna be. He just booked his flight. Oh, yeah. and he's gonna be there. I don't think he's supposed to be in the card, but he's just gonna be there oh, to nice. attend and stuff. So, uh yeah. If you guys know Kalani, Ukulani yeah. he's gonna be, he's gonna be there. Kalani is yeah. going to be there yeah. oh, the Grammy a- award winning Kalani right. you know not just
3: Hoku award winning Grammy award winning Kalani yeah the, yeah and i think like some of them are doing workshops too or yeah. like doing stuff too and then uncle joe is going to be there doing yeah, workshops yeah, he's yeah. Do a workshop so too. lots
1: and, of fun and uh A-N-A is going to be there oh and yeah yeah be yeah playing, um a kolu from ANA works at Kalani Yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of Kanileo representation out there. Yeah, it's
0: going to be cool. It's going to be cool, man. Yeah. So come out if you guys if you guys are there or make a trip out of it. You know, like Lenny's making a trip out of it. Yes. He's coming out there to, to hang out and stuff. So um, yeah, if if, uh, if you live in the area, come down. The, the festival itself is free. I think my workshops costs i don't know what they cost but they cost money but um but just to hang out it's free you can, you can definitely come out and stuff and, and meet us and whatnot um, and there's going to be some great uh great artists that are also going to be there so please 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 come out if, if you're not from there make a trip a trip. It's going to be great. You know, where else are you going to see some live ukulele music or Hawaiian music in general? This yeah. Live Aloha Festival is not just about ukulele. It's just some, it's Hawaiian culture in general. So yeah. make sure you come out for yeah. that. If you like hula, you feel like Hawaiian music, guitars, key and whatnot, there's something for everybody.
3: Yeah. Food too. Food. Hawaiian food, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, big...
0: have <laughs> we just had some today. It's and... good stuff, oh, man. Oh yeah, yeah, laula. That's right. I gave you some chai earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Ooh, some focus some spicy ahi poke. Shout out to... Uh, to Pono market, you know, you know, you know how it is, you know how it is. All right, um, I think that that about does it.
2: Um, real, real quick, I'm sure, gonna say sure, this sure. real quick. So I told this story like uh, earlier. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna necessarily say the guy's name because I don't know if he wants it. But okay. to my new friend, oh yeah, Hi. D, who walked into my shop and immediately looked at my face and said, "You are Magic Mike." What, <laughs> <One shot>, Magic? Like- <laughs> Please, show show your work, show your work. So where, where, where do you work at? Just, I work just at Scotty's a, Music on the Scotty island music. of Kauai. We Is it still going to be called Scotty's Music? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay yeah. yeah. Full service music store. It uh, has guitars, basses, yeah. lots of ukuleles, including one of this guy's signature model, uh, drums, percussion, the whole deal. But, and yeah, uh, a couple days ago, a gentleman walked in the door, he walks right through the door I said, hi, how can I help you? And he looked at me two seconds and went, you're a magic mic. <laughs> only the second time that's ever happened where someone actually calls me that (laughs) but hey i'll take it but he he did say how much he was a fan of everybody and uh and he was terribly disappointed that it was the week you were gone but uh Uh but he was just happy about being able to be on Kawhi and everything like that so since i know you listen to the podcast shout out to you bro
0: shout out what's his name first um, just first name first d name, first d d, d, child, d. <laughs> sorry i wasn't here my bad you know <laughs> he's just making making a living yeah we're, you know make, we're
1: here for pretty much the rest of the year so yeah
0: <laughs> so we'll that's so come back i mean i don't know maybe we might fly out like i don't know when we're flying out because yeah. if i have something to do that saturday i'm probably not going to be here next week what is that I did this uh the the, the podcast for the, the next aloha. week jam because uh live aloha is next weekend already so because it's next weekend yeah, because yeah. i'm doing something saturday i'm probably not going to be here next friday for the lower Friday Live jam so a Low friday yeah yeah it's gonna uh, it's gonna resume the friday after okay so nope. no a friday live jam next week but it's the week but after we do have open mic next week thursday yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. yes. Okay. I think, we did we get our flights? You got Sorry. the flights, I didn't get the flights. No, I didn't, I didn't get the flights. <laughs> That's why, so I don't wanna say we that we're So out. tune in next, next week,
2: in. there may be a lot,
0: <laughs> lot of jam. But just, you know what, follow us on Instagram. Yuko um, Underground on Instagram, we always make, you know, and we'll probably um, put out an email, but for right now, yes, we are doing the, um, the, the open mic next week. Okay, until further notice because we did not get our flights for Level Aloha yet. But just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Next week, still on for the time being. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, well, we'll share some more stories, you know, in, in the coming weeks and whatnot. But that's that's all we can share right now with with the time that we have. We are overtime already. We'll see, you folks, next time. Thanks so much, Magic Mike, hey, for uh man. for the awesome time. Hey. Applause. Magic Mike. Join us anytime, man. Anytime you're 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 free on a Friday, just come down. You're you're part of you know you're the fourth Beatle. <laughs> all right. We'll see, you folks, next time. Enjoy your weekend. Aloha.